Good morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. It is one great day. It is crisp. Uh, we are truly set in fall. We went from 70 the other day to literally uh, about 31 last night and it's about 41 degrees this morning. So anyway, it's a, it's a nice brisk day, but you know, some people would, uh, would take either the hot or the cold as something that just is happening to them, not for them. And I think that was sort of in the realm of the topic you wanted to discuss today. Yeah. So uh, the topic is, does anybody have somebody in their life who is walking around like Eeyore with a big black cloud over their head? We Most all- of us, right? We all know somebody who's like that. We all know somebody who plays the victim. And, you know, the reason I wanted to talk about that was because I, I think it's really difficult for people to navigate that victim. We all want to fix people, just a natural instinct that we have as humans to want to fix people. And it can be incredibly exhausting to try and continue to try and fix a victim. And that's exactly why understanding the victim mentality, the woe is me, the Eeyore is so important because we have to understand what we might be able to do, what we can't do. And we can come to that by understanding why they're in that uh, catabolic state, in that low energy state um, of just always woe is me. I'm always at the, uh, at the, the sharp edge of life instead of at the beautiful end of it. And, and the thing too is with victims, most of them are like that because they get something out of it. They, you, when you're the fixer person, you're wondering why does this person want to stay in this victim mode? But the victim is actually getting something out of it. They're getting somebody to listen to them. They're having excuses for not changing their life. Uh, what is one of the things you and I always say to any one of our clients? You know, if you continue to do the same thing and expect a different outcome, that is the definition of insanity. One hundred percent. And that that's really a big thing because people don't necessarily like being in victim, but they also get a lot of benefit. And therefore, the discomfort of moving from that comfortable zone to get to someplace different is something that is challenging for anyone, but for them especially. And it creates anxiety. It creates fear. Uh, it is uncomfortable to make those changes. So they want to stay there and they get something by being in victimhood. What do they get? So, they, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. What do they get? They, they, they get this ability to, to be able to have sympathy from others, to have support from others. They also get the excuse, as you alluded to. So I'm going to give a personal story because I think it will help people potentially connect. Um, my mother is now uh, in a memory uh, section of her assisted living facility, but before she went into memory, she was in assisted living and she'd gotten to a place in her life where she had just enough dementia that she was in victim mode. And it was really, really difficult to visit her because she always complained about everything. And 
So what I learned to do before I would go to visit her was I would take this deep breath and I would sort of get into my superwoman pose to just put myself in a happier place to gear up for an hour and a half of a victim. And you're right, it served her because she she was able to, you know, get things off her chest. It was able to um, serve her anxiety, which she had ton of, a ton of. It made her, it, it gave sort of an excuse for her environment and her situation, which she didn't like, understandably so. And she knew she had my ear, so she just kept complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining. And uh, I learned to just put myself in a better place because I knew she didn't mean this was not really who she truly was, but it was just where she was mentally. But I had to do something for myself in order to take it in order. So she didn't deplete my energy. Well, the important thing here is that everybody, any one of us can go into victim mode. Being the victim is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I'm just hit by a car. Help me. Help me. I've been hurt. You're the victim and you're looking for help. Now, you don't want to stay there, but some people make it habitual. They make it their modus operandi, their MO. And then they look for help. They look for sympathy. They look for support. But no matter how hard you try to help that person, they refuse to do or to change anything. And therefore, they remain in that state. And really the question, you know, is now not just why, because we understand they're receiving something and they benefit from being there. We understand that they are in this position of um, being fearful, of having anxiety, of not wanting to go through the discomfort to grow. And they have an excuse to remain where they are, which is comfortable. The question then is when you're dealing with these individuals, friends, family, professional relationships, intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. How do you work with them? And how do you try to do what you can, but not, as you said, become dragged into a place of of, uh, drama where- So the first- Go ahead. So the first thing would be to don't get emotionally involved which is what I used to have to do. I had to prepare myself to not get emotionally involved. This was just the place where my mom was. And I knew she was going to dump a lot of her victim stuff on me. And I just allowed myself to be a, um, a vessel to receive it, but not to deplete my energy. So you can be empathetic and compassionate without allowing yourself to be drawn in to this quagmire of, uh, of drama. So the next thing is, is to not try and fix it. We all as humans, it's a natural thing that we all try to fix things. I'm a mother. I trust me. I love fixing things. But the reality of it is, is you can't fix a victim. You can listen. You can be empathetic, as you said, but there's no fixing. And by the way, we're talking about the victim who is playing that card habitually, who's the Eeyore. Again, you can certainly help the person who's been injured who's a victim, but that's not what we're talking about. You can't fix them because they're pretending to be helpless and they're interested in complaining. And the way you really can tell is the but, because you offer a solution and they just shoot you down. Yeah, but that won't work for me. Yes, but that won't work for me. Or that can't happen in this circumstance. When you hear yes, but, that's something to really start to wonder about if you haven't already. 
is this person in the habitual victim? So then another thing that you can do to help yourself is to set boundaries, set time limits for when you know um, that you're dealing with a person like this. So um, because, and the main reason is, and this is the number one reason we want to talk about this, because if you don't set boundaries, your energy is going to be depleted and then it could affect your mood and it could cause you stress. And we all know stress kills. And you guys talk a lot about stress and we need you because a lot of people, we all have stress. And when you're dealing with somebody like that, you have to be so careful to set those boundaries. So your energy is not depleted. And that's really important again, for your quality of life, for your joy and to help to manage or mitigate the stress that's in your life. Mm -hmm. The other side of that uh, is that there are people out there who do truly not only need, but want your support, your help. And when you prioritize yourself, you can then do what you need for others. So this is being selfish to be selfless. Build oxygen mask. Got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first in order to help somebody else. And there's nothing wrong with that. Remind yourself of that when you're dealing with a victim who you care about and you love, that there's nothing wrong with putting boundaries on it and protecting yourself first. Another thing you could do is also try and change the topic. Um, You can get them out of that loop of victim by just changing the topic. And if it doesn't work, look, uh, you can um, try other things. Like for instance, um, ask them to talk about solutions rather than focusing just on the problem. You know, don't, and whatever you do, don't label them a victim to their face. You may know it at your core, but the last thing a victim wants to hear is that they're a victim. Well, exactly. And, and, you know, when you're, when you're in a sense talking about what they're a victim to, you're nurturing, you're reaffirming that distorted view of reality. And in a sense, what you're also doing is you're encouraging a codependency with them. So you can be empathetic. You can keep it short, set that boundary, uh, even in the conversation, even without setting the hard boundary of I need space. And, you know, I'm sorry to hear that this is what's going on in your life. And I truly hope that everything works out for you. But, you know, what do you think about the fact that, you know, we're supposed to have a snowy winter? Or what do you think about the fact that, you know, um, you know, uh, we're, uh, we're, you know, and uh, having this big celebration in town or whatever it happens to be, we can find those things to redirect the conversation and not be always nurturing that victimhood. Yeah, that's a great way to disrupt it in a sense. And you and I love disruption. We know that that's a great way to change things. Another thing to do is create distance. If it's, if it's just too often for you and you, cause you have to do that gut check. You have to make sure after you're visiting or talking to that person, whether it's on the phone or in person, uh, or Zoom or however you're talking to them, that you do that gut check to make sure that you're okay. If you're finding that you just are, you're finding that your energy is getting depleted, you do need to create some distance. And in some cases, you may need to end the relationship, depending on obviously who the person is. But you have to make sure that you're not letting somebody else's victimhood drain you. Exactly. And, and we're not suggesting, we're, we're all about bringing people together, moving from obstacles into opportunities in life, but there are times that ties need to be cut. And if someone is destroying your happiness, your life, you're being dragged into something that not only doesn't fulfill you, but damages you, then you have to look at that. It's even happened in our business where we've had people who come 
to our coaching who want to be coached, but aren't coachable. They're not ready to make the change. Those are the kinds of relationships that you and I were very honest with those people. You're not doing the work. You're not making the changes. We, we can't help you until no. you're ready to be helped. But if it happens to be an intimate partner, a spouse, those, yeah. those are very difficult things. That's not a business relationship. And those relationships you need to think about. You don't want to sure. run into just letting go. And you want to help the person by finding professional help. Someone who is a coach, a therapist, uh, uh, a counselor, so that they can see if they can move them out of that. And if they can't and it's hurting you, then yes, that's that's the end result. But you, we do understand that that's not the first choice, particularly in those family or intimate relationships. Of course, that's never the first choice. But it's it's important to know that there are some people who just can't get out of it. And it is okay for you to have to make that difficult decision. It's, it's, you're not being the bad guy if you realize that it's depleting you. And that's really important to know. And we're going to uh, uh, wrap this up, I guess, for this morning, but, um, you know, please follow and um, subscribe to our podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at twinlightscoaching.com and some of what we do. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Take care, Liz. Bye now. Bye.